to another episode of Dairyland Frights, the paranormal podcast that covers everything spooky, creepy, and mysterious in the Midwest. My name is John, and I'm here with my two co-hosts, Brooke and Megan. How are you guys doing? Doing good. How are you doing, Megan? This is a. I'm, I'm excited for your episode today. You got a yeah, great. This story. is wild. I I don't know what's going on, but it's there's so many things that are unexplained. This might be a new cryptid in wisconsin for all we know yes yes stay tuned to find out what i'm talking about nice teaser um so our last uh before this we did the van meter visitor please check that out brooke did a great job uh very unusual interesting pretty unusual and then i did the lincoln park zoo uh, which is be careful if you're walking with sandals. That's all I have to say. Or your dog <laughs> picks up something and gives it to you. Tune in to find out. And now to make this <laughs> even better, kind of the theme uh, for this uh, these past three episodes, Megan, kangaroos? <laughs> in Wisconsin? Yes. In Wisconsin. Believe it or not. Okay, okay, so I'll go through my sources in just a few minutes, but I was looking into this and I was wondering, would you two believe me if I told you that Wisconsin has had countless unexplained kangaroo sightings <laughs> that date all the way back to the late 1800s and even to this day is still occurring and there's basically no, no explanation for it. No. I... Only would believe you because I've heard of it before. Because I, I know you're going to talk about Waukesha again, which is where I grew up. A lot of weird stuff happens in Waukesha. But yeah, this is crazy. I'm yeah. so excited to hear more because I don't know a ton about the details. Uh, Megan, to our Australian friends, I apologize for my accent from the last episode, but I tried my best. <laughs> if anyone can give us some good tips on how to do a good Australian accent, we are totally open to it. Yes. Dairylandfrights at gmail.com. How to talk like an Australian. Okay. All right. <laughs> so I was doing some research and I was like, okay, where is this all this kangaroo shenanigans coming from? And the earliest story that I could find happened in Wisconsin on June 12th of 1899. And a kangaroo was seen running seen running through a woman's backyard during a tornado <laughs> in <laughs> New Richmond, Wisconsin. Like out of all times, oh you know, gosh. you're trying to, you know, hunker down in your house, stay safe. You just see like a freaking kangaroo in your yard. It's like, what the heck is going on? That's nuts. Yeah. And to make things even crazier, there was a circus in town at the time, but there were no kangaroos within the circus. So it's like, where did this come from? Right. And it was never found. And then believe it or not, the most recent kangaroo sighting that I could find was in June of 2019. And a motorist saw this kangaroo hopping across an interstate 41 pedestrian bridge in Grand Chute, which is uh, kind of near Appleton, Wisconsin. And the person called and they kind of saw it around like 7 a.m. in the morning. And they actually had officers go out and like look for <laughs> this kangaroo and it was never found. And I have proof that this happened because if you go on Twitter and you look up the Grand Shoot Police, there were two different Twitter posts that they put out. The first one said, just dispatched to a possible kangaroo. Yes, you read that correctly. Crossing the footbridge over I-41. Yep, it's Monday. Monday! <laughs> 
That's amazing. And then the second one said, we unfortunately were unable to locate it. If there was a kangaroo, it had the jump on us. We will oh continue to check the area no. and keep an eye out. <laughs> so no. I have I have no idea what's going on here, but there's just one particular instance that happened in Waukesha in the 70s that I just found so funny right. that I'm going to tell you all today. So doing a little detour from my normal spooky stuff, but uh, we love weird Wisconsin and yeah. All the kangaroo shenanigans that has to come along with it. So, hey, Megan, can yes. I interrupt you really? Yeah, quick? go ahead. You didn't say they shot at the kangaroo wildly. Oh, um, no, John, a kangaroo? just you wait. It gets a little crazy here. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Let's go. I don't know what it is with like Midwestern people, you know, like especially farmers. It's like, I'm going to go get my shotgun. I don't know what that is. It's a, you know, weird penguin aliens in my fields. Yeah. I'm gonna... Penguin aliens, I suppose. If you haven't tuned into the episode, we have a UFO episode. I believe it's yeah. around episode 11 around there. You'll have to tune in to some spooky yeah. alien stories that we cover. Mm-hmm. All right. So I have three sources that I covered within this episode. The first one is one of my favorites, Weird Wisconsin. It's a book by Linda Godfrey and Richard Hendricks. I Rest also in pulled, peace, Linda. Yes, we love her. Miss you. The second source is the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. And then I also use the Advanced Titan, which is UW Oshkosh's student newspaper. Hmm. All right. Are you guys ready for like the craziest kangaroo related story that you will yes. ever hear in your entire lives? Absolutely. There is no Absolutely. Let's go. That is why I had to do a whole episode on it because it gets crazy here. All right. So I'm going to get right into it. So I'm going to set the scene here. It's 1978. We're in Waukesha County, Wisconsin. And Crap is getting really freaking weird in 1978. There were stories <laughs> of kangaroos on the loose that hit national news. So this was a huge oh, thing it. that happened. So we're in Waukesha County. It's April 5th, 1978. There's this lady. Her name's Patricia Wilcox. She's a school bus driver. And she, you know, gets up early. She's about to go on her morning run on Moreland Boulevard, which is this like really busy multi-lane road. Mm, I used she's to work running on Moreland. <laughs> nice, cool. <laughs> Ask Brooke if you have any questions about it. Mm -hmm. So she's running along and she sees something. And she reports that she saw two kangaroos, a little one and a big one, just hopping across the road doing their little kangaroo things. And I actually have a quote from her. She said, I thought they were deer at first. People were honking and slamming on their brakes. And finally, one guy hit one and it just got up and hopped off. The skid marks are still there. The guy just got out of the car and stood there looking. <laughs> of course. Yeah, as you would, I guess. I mean, yeah. I guess like they're kind of the same color, but they're not the True. same shape. So I, I talk more about deer later in the story. So we'll keep it moving and then you guys can tell me your thoughts. But <laughs> So that happened. And then a week later in the town of Pewaukee, Jill and Peter Hayshlick, I think that's how you say it. And then Peter's mother, Esther, they saw a kangaroo in their backyard while they were eating dinner. And so Peter, he, you know, runs outside and, you know, he couldn't find anything. No explanation for it. But the same exact day, another person named William Bush, he was a social worker. 
he was returning home from his job at the Ethan Allen School for Boys. And it was right after school hours, about 4.45 p.m. And he's driving on Highway 83, just south of Waukesha, to give you a little picture where we are. And he sees 15 feet ahead, there's this little creature scampering across the road. And at first he thinks it's a dog, but this creature stood up and it was hunched over. So of course it couldn't have possibly been a dog. And even to this day, William won't admit that he thought it was a kangaroo because he still doesn't really know what it was. So he knows he saw something, but he he can't say what it was. Hmm. And then one more story. This is April 16th, 1978. It's 3 a.m. in the morning on Country Trunk A, which is about a mile east of Waukesha. Greg and Janet Mapientek, I think that's how you say that, spotted a creature in their headlights while they were driving. And they say, we were pretty close, about like 30 to 35 yards. It stood up and I couldn't really believe what I was seeing. It was four feet tall and colored like a deer. Janet thought it was a deer at first until it stood up on its hind legs and then jumped over a ditch and fled. She said, that was a kangaroo. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, so what is what is going on here? So this is when things yeah. start kind of like kicking up a little bit. So the people of Waukesha, they were like totally in on this whole crazy situation <laughs> happening like they made like an entire joke out of it and they you know were really like leaning into these kangaroo sightings and the local newspaper they ran this like photo of two children standing underneath this highway sign that said kangaroo crossing on it <laughs> nice. and uh like local stores they put cages out front and they were like oh if you you know capture this kangaroo you can get like a 50 dollar reward and people were selling like kangaroo <laughs> themed shirts and people were writing into the local newspaper, like with like weird letters to the editor about these kangaroos. And the funniest thing of all is they actually concocted a kangaroo cocktail. And I, nice. I have the recipe for you all. So if any Ooh. of you are Ooh. bartenders, make this up for me. Tell me if it's good. It's called the kangaroo cocktail. It's made with vodka. Southern like Comfort, it. cranberry like juice, it. and grapefruit like juice. It. And like this became it. like the, the favorite drink around town. And, you know, it had a catchphrase with it that uh, people were joking that this drink was guaranteed to get you hopping. That's what they <laughs> were. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my God. That's Thanks, amazing. John. And awesome. you all know Wisconsin, we love our drinking culture. So, I mean, of course we have a cocktail. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So this is like the literal best, you know, part of this whole story. So there was this man in the Waukesha area. His name was William. He went by Bill Woolley. And he was this like well-known local prankster. And he, you know, helped out at this Woolley Boys Bar, which I don't believe is open still today. I did look it up. But uh, William slash Bill, whatever you want to call him, he decided since there's these kangaroos hopping around, Let's organize a kangaroo hunt. Of course. For them. Love so, that. Love there, it. There, there's this, you know, pattern hopping up. It's like, oh, we see this, like, unknown creature, this cryptid. Let's you know, get our yeah, weapons Get out a mob and... together and go hunt for it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's just, like, a favorite pastime of people in the Midwest. I, I can't explain it. <laughs> get them. Yeah. So... 
Mr. Wooly, he was like, let's put together a kangaroo hunt and like find these kangaroos. And like people were like totally into it. So on the morning of April 22nd, 1978, over 50 people showed up to hunt wow. for these kangaroos. And like wow. people were dressed up in like Aussie bush hats and like hey, they I'm brought, sorry. I wouldn't say uh -huh. weapons, but they brought gear to you know, capture these kangaroos. Oh, like sure. people had fishnets yeah. and rope and <laughs> air horns, like whatever they could <laughs> think. Like uh, at I least they were, they were trying to harm them. They were trying to cap yeah, yeah. capture yeah, no them. No shotguns, but I love the no fishnets. That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> but like, let's think about this for a moment. We're in Wisconsin, right? So these people, they are like primed with beer, you know, they're drinking, <laughs> you know, ready to nab these kangaroos. Like I can only imagine what this scene looked like. And the funniest part to me is that they, you know, got together and they like strategize, like, how are we going to, you know, find these kangaroos? And so they put together this like super sketchy, questionable plan. So what they were trying to do is they were going to use air horns, the sound of the air horns, to drive the kangaroos towards Pewaukee Lake. Okay. And I don't know too much about this, but apparently kangaroos are afraid of water. Okay. I don't know if, that, if that's true or not. That's what uh, <laughs> Linda Godfrey's book said. So what they were going to do is they were going to drive the kangaroos towards Pewaukee Lake, but then when they got to the water, they were going to net them. Okay. With the, mm -hmm. with the fish nets. Yeah. Sure. You know so, what? Right. This is a total aside, but you know what's hilarious is that <laughs> when I was younger, there was a like a rumor going around that there was a mountain lion in the town where my parents' cabin is. And right. me and and I was like twelve, and me and my friends decided that we were going to go hunt for it with fish nets. Yep. Like I was, we were walking on the street with fit, big Love fish it. nets over our shoulders, like, and we basically we basically had the same plan as these kangaroo hunters. And it's just interesting that a bunch of adults <laughs> came up with the same plan as like, a bunch of kids. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. <laughs> so this is something I want to point out about that brook so people they set up this like 75 foot fishnet at the beach but i looked this up like how exactly big are kangaroos and i mean i guess it depends like like how young these were how old they were mm -hmm. but kangaroos they could be three to eight feet tall mm. and they can weigh 40 to 200 pounds wow. so y'all think yeah, that a fishnet <laughs> is gonna no. capture this thing uh, probably not so that's right? crazy. By the way, <laughs> by the way, dairylandfrights at gmail.com for our Australian listeners. Could you tell us goofy Wisconsin people like how do you catch kangaroos? Yeah, how do you guys catch do it? Them? Yeah, please. Like, how do you guys? Because you must have to. Teach us your I mean, ways, please. Yeah, I mean, right? You just, I don't know. You never We're, know when you're gonna encounter help them, us out. Apparently. Yeah, help us out, please. All right. So people, they're like you know, we're going to get this hunt going. So people are hopping on their motorcycles. They're getting on their all-terrain vehicles. They're, you know, hopping on foot, you know, to start the chase. And I want you guys to imagine this. There were literally people beating the bushes with poles, trying to flush <laughs> the kangaroos out of the nearby wood. Oh, my God. You know, all while people are, you know, like down in beers and, you know, blasting their air horns. It's like, are, are you okay, Waukesha? That's not. Okay. Waukesha's not okay. <laughs> 
our resident expert, Brooke, please explain. <laughs> I just, I just can't. You know, this is where the Slenderman thing happened. This is, there's a oh, lot that's of, right. yep, yep. a lot of nonsense going on in Waukesha. So, <laughs> it, yep. So it's a premier but, destination but the, for sure. Yeah, it it checks out though. Like people just yeah going on a hunt and drinking. It reminded me you showed that picture of um that Bill Woolley guy and he's dressed as Santa Claus and it reminded me like they used to do like Santa crawls like bar crawls where everyone would dress up as Santa Claus. I don't know <laughs> if this was just Waukesha. I'm sure it happened in other places too, but <laughs> it'd be like a huge group of guys all dressing up as Santa Claus going and doing like a pub crawl. <laughs> so, Heck okay. yeah. It all maybe yeah, it, it could be a kangaroo crawl. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Wow. That's what it sounds okay. like. Just an excuse to drink, you know? Any excuse to drink <laughs> and get together, you know, that's that's what they want. Right. We love it. All right. So people are, you know, going on this hunt. This one dude, he even, like, decides to, like, prank, you know, the kangaroo hunters. And he dresses up <laughs> like a kangaroo. Uh-oh. And he's, like, posing for the cameras. And then he oh, rides God. off into the sunset on the back of a motorcycle. It's like, what the hell is happening? Waukesha, please. <laughs> Dairylandfrights at gmail.com. Like, Just seriously. give us some answers here. Please, answers. Oh. Uh, all right, so these people, they are, you know, hunting all day. They're sticking with it. And they, they do this thing for hours. Like, they're they're dedicated to this. All the way until 4 p.m. And these, like, weary hunters, they retreat to Woolies Bar to drink a cold beer. It's like, was this a marketing ploy to sell more beer <laughs> by Mr. Woolly? Maybe. This is, this is so Maybe. smart. So I hate to break it to you all, but the... Hunters did not find any kangaroos that Aww. day. <laughs> but wait, there's more. What? But wait. All right. So here's the funniest thing. If the hunters would have just looked elsewhere in the city, they might have actually spotted something. Because the very <gasps> next morning, there were actually two kangaroos that were spotted at this local residence. Oh, my God. Yeah, the yeah the Nero residence. So there's this guy named Lance Nero. And he was watching the news, you know, the day before, watching this ridiculous safari going on. He's laughing at it. He thinks it's totally stupid. But then the next day, he's eating breakfast, and he sees two kangaroos emerge from the woods. It, like, hops across uh, County 22, and then it just, like, open, you know, crosses this open field and just disappears. And so, of course, Lance was like, what the hell? So he immediately runs to his wife. He's like, wake up, Loretta! You got to come see this. Come on, Loretta. Yeah. And so, you know, Loretta pops up. She's got to, you know, catch a sight of these kangaroos hopping away. And so Lance and his son, Brock, they actually, you know, get their shoes on really fast. And they chase after these kangaroos with a camera in hand. Unfortunately, they did lose them in the woods, but they found tracks. So it's like there might be something to this. So Lance and Brock, they actually made plaster casts of the tracks. And a whole separate cryptozoologist named Mark Hall, he actually came from Minneapolis and made a special trip to make his own casts of this. So here's the thing (laughs) that kind of like bugs me a little bit. The authorities, they were like totally gaslighting everyone. They were like, oh, these Mm. have got to be deer tracks. You know, they can't Mm -hmm. be kangaroo tracks but like the thing is the cast that lance and brock took they were like narrow they were six inches long and they were v-shaped 
So it's like that, yeah. that couldn't possibly be yeah. a deer. Right. I don't know what else yeah. it could be, but it's not a white-tailed deer. That's right. Sure. Yeah. No. Annoying. Yeah. So the the mystery keeps going on. You know, people are coining these like phantom kangaroos and people are continuing to play into the story. Like the first national bank, they started using kangaroos in their advertising. Yeah. And then someone brought this like little 21 inch wallaby to the Brookfield volunteer fire department meeting and the little wallaby posed for photos. So the whole area was like totally on board with, you know, kangaroo crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like kangaroo shenanigans. (laughs) So this is interesting. There is this mysterious photo that surfaces out of nowhere. So there's these two 23-year-old Menominee Falls photographers, and they actually wanted to remain anonymous, which is interesting. Yeah. But they sent this color Polaroid of what appeared to be this, like, kangaroo-like creature in a wooded area, and they sent that Polaroid to the local paper. And what they were doing at the time was it was April 24th at around, like, 5.20 p.m. They were actually out photographing ducks, And they got this photo. And so they sent it in. And this photo like blew up like around the country. People thought this was like actual proof, visual proof that yes, kangaroos have to be in Waukesha because people (laughs) saw this photo. And of course, you know, the authorities continued not to take it seriously. They're like, oh, well, we'll we'll talk to people, but we're not going to like actually investigate it. Like they were actually trying to convince people, oh, you know, this creature, you know, it really coincides with like the feeding and like movement times of white-tailed deer. So they're very adamant. Like, <laughs> you know, this can't possibly be real. Right, yeah. Huh. If you guys thought that this could not get more wild, I I'm going to <laughs> challenge that. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Mm. So it's Thursday, April 27th of that year. The Wisconsin Agricultural Department actually got involved with this. So it's like, this is the government getting involved with this. This isn't just like a, you know, funny little story going on in Waukesha. So they actually put out a press release that warned people to be aware of the kangaroos because kangaroos can actually harm pets, specifically horses, because I guess kangaroos can be carriers of equine infectious anemia. So they could actually harm horses but in this press release what the hell it's said in it that you can determine if a kangaroo is diseased or not by examining examining the inside of its lower lip what what <laughs> oh like, what are you gonna do like grab this thing and like yeah check it, its mouth like so odd. put it in a headlock so <laughs> um, allegedly, <laughs> yeah you know like ah so allegedly you could find a tattoo declaring if it was free of equine infectious anemia. So, so you'd be safe. Okay. And, but <laughs> like, like, what the hell? Uh, so go ahead, John. <laughs> no, I it's just, what? So like you said, like, what are we, who, what are we doing? Right. I get this. Yeah. So this guy named Gary road, he was uh, the agricultural department secretary. He says, The problem is that the absence of such tattoos can either mean that the kangaroo tested negatively or it was not tested at all. So it's like, what the hell is even like the point of like the tattoo, right? right? 
So people were like going crazy about this, you know, press release and people were talking for days, protecting their pets, getting, you know, wild about it. But it turns oh, no. out this thing was a hoax. What? The whole time? Yeah. So the press release specifically. So this story was created by Edward Jaconimus. I think that's how you say his name. And at the sure. time... He was Waukesha's Democratic State Assembly speaker, and he actually issued this like bogus press release that tricked the agricultural department oh. and the newspapers. Oh my gosh! So people so were funny. just like ready to play into this damn thing. So be careful what you read online, folks, because not everything is true. Yeah, let's <laughs> go, Megan and Brooke. Yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. It's not true. Whatever you read. <laughs> So as you can probably guess, people are getting a little burnt out, like, oh, ha ha, this is funny at right. the moment, but like, we're not seeing anything is not funny anymore. And people were obviously taking advantage of the stories and exacerbating it and jokers and pranksters. They were, you know, making it into something that wasn't. So people kind of started losing interest in this whole kangaroo thing. So uh, an entire month goes by, nothing really crazy happens. But on Sunday, May 21st, this was like about a month later, an Eau Claire woman was driving down oh. Highway 12 between Augusta and Fall Creek. And she said, I saw a figure the size of a man hopping across the highway. It was five or six car lengths in front of me. Now, keep in mind, um, for all of you who aren't super familiar with Wisconsin, Waukesha County and Eau Claire are about 230 mm. miles apart. So this is yeah. a three yeah. and a half hour wow. car ride. So yeah. this is very far from Waukesha. So it's like, how is this happening in all parts right. of the state? Yeah. And the, wo I mean. the woman said, you know, it wasn't too visible, like, uh, it, but it, it, could, it couldn't be a deer, couldn't be a dog, and it wasn't a man. So what was huh. it? She just didn't get, you know, that good of a, of a view. Well, the truth comes out, kind of. Kangaroo sightings, you know, persisted, but the Polaroid that I was referencing earlier, it was mm -hmm. a fake. Oh, no. Yeah. So things are starting to kind of unravel because it turns out this creature that these photographers captured, quote, quote, was actually a like a stuffed wallaby mm. that someone had taken from the Milwaukee Museum, put in a cornfield, and <laughs> photographed. Wow. <laughs> the crimes God, just keep, just keep like stacking. I, <laughs> I mean, I they did it. get their, you know moment of fame i guess well, but they, they remained anonymous which is interesting maybe they just yeah. didn't want to be like yeah they, they just wanted to yeah they just wanted to cause chaos right. uh-huh <laughs> all right this might be my most hilariously funny story so fast forward all the way to the year 2000 some pranksters actually confessed to having used like a plywood cutout of a kangaroo with handles on it to like prank people <laughs> <laughs> wow with it. it so there were two sets of brothers the first brother set was randy and rick lotta and then they also had neighbors who were two brothers and their names were dick and jack schmidt so these men actually admitted to like hiding in the roadside bushes until like right. cars would approach and then they would bounce oh. across the road <laughs> with the plywood cut out oh my god I love it. That's so, so funny. They actually like interviewed these uh, 
people and Randy said, we, you know, just love the reactions, you know, uh, sure. people would like pull over, they'd get their flashlights out, they'd be walking around and we would just be yeah. laughing. So, all right, guys. So, I mean, this sounds pretty much hoaxy, like completely hoaxy, because it's like, where's right. where's the evidence? Well, what yep. if I told you that there was a real, actual kangaroo spotted and captured in Wisconsin? Really? Yeah. No. <laughs> so we're gonna fast forward about five years. So this. All the way from the 70s, all the way to 2005, this was the first kangaroo that was actually captured. So this was about 27 years after the whole Waukesha craziness (laughs) went down. So this was actually in Dodgeville, Wisconsin, which is not that far from Madison. Right. 20 minutes away from me. Yep. And there was a kangaroo sighting again. Only this time it was not, you know, a phantom kangaroo that, you know, didn't exist or like a plywood cutout. This was an actual live kangaroo. And over a dozen people in Iowa County, they all got together and they tracked this animal. It was about 150 pounds to a barn and they coaxed it into a crate and they took this actual real live kangaroo to the Henry Vilas Zoo, which is in Madison. (laughs) Oh, look, man, it comes full circled. (laughs) Yeah. So maybe there is some truth to this thing. And people were saying like, oh, the animal was like really easy to lure. So maybe it was someone's pet, but mm. they just, they just don't know. So they you captured this. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, I, I don't know if maybe you mentioned this or learned about this, but Wisconsin is actually one of only three states in the U.S. where you can legally own a kangaroo without a permit. So mm, that's good to know because that kind of yeah. like, <laughs> I, maybe people just get sick of it and they were like letting them go. Yeah, maybe but... they're just letting Wait, their pet kangaroos. That's loose. rude, right? Hey, hey, hang on, hang on. <laughs> John's what? just like awestruck. Like, wait, 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 wait stop it's off. true. If you look it up, it's like Wisconsin and like West Virginia and like North Carolina or something. Or like you can own a kangaroo in like ten states, but in those three states, you can own one without a permit. Like you could just have a kangaroo. Like just- you just have it. A- <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a thing. It's very bizarre. Okay, I believe you. <laughs> I just like don't believe it. I learned something new today. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you. Yeah, it's. I'm getting kangaroo. Yeah, right. The more you, you can. know. You you absolutely name can. him Hoppy. <laughs> Hoppy the kangaroo. <laughs> The other thing that's interesting to me, too, is that, like, the way people are describing it, they're like, oh, I saw something on the side of the road, like, hunched over on its hind legs. It reminds me of, like, like the stories about the Beast of Bray Road, because that's how they would kind of describe it. I'm like, oh, totally. What if they were seeing kangaroos the whole time? (laughs) It could have been. Right? Right? They do get pretty big. They do. And they have, like, their hands. You can, like, eat stuff out of their hands. That's so, man crazy mm. we might be onto <laughs> something brooke uh-huh yeah it all it all connects you know the more <laughs> the more stories we tell the more connections we find <laughs> you know come to think of it i think this was an x-files episode a modern scully um yeah uh. <laughs> could mm-hmm. be yeah it might be <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's the modern scully episode where you go 
they're not really investing kangaroos, are they? Uh, we <laughs> Man, even if people are like actually just having them as pets and letting letting them go, I yeah. they're totally not equipped to handle our winter no. or our weather. I know. No. So it's just uh-huh. like how for like absolutely not. Not even just decades. It's like this is spanning like different centuries. People mm-hmm. are seeing these. And it's not even just in Wisconsin. You can, you know, do a quick Google search. There have been these, like, kangaroo sightings, like, all over the U.S. And people are coining them phantom kangaroos because they just can't find them. Uh-huh. Interesting. That's so crazy. Well, that, that reminds me of urban legends that uh, if you guys read about certain urban legends that came true, like uh, alligators down in the New York sewers, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People flushing down their little alligators and it turns out to be true they actually catch some you know what i'm saying yeah for sure that and then people you know i don't know if you guys this is a really sad story but really quick there was this guy who had this zoo in ohio this is a number of years back and he, he had some mental issues and he let all the animals go lions ostriches oh, kangaroos bears <laughs> tiger yeah unfortunately oh. The police shot them all. Oh, <laughs> no. So yeah. Uh, it was just a really sad story. And why this guy, you know, they were really bad, like, you know, like animals in terrible, terrible shape. Huh. And uh, you just let them go one day. So, so. maybe there could be mm-hmm. some truth to this. It's like people just maybe. let them go. Just let them go. Yeah. Right? That's what happens to, again, in Florida. You know, there's if you want to make quick money, which if we need quick money, all of us can do this. You can go down to Florida because they have a python problem. I don't know if you heard about this. Everybody let their pythons go because they got too big. And now they're basically like invasive creatures. So you got to kill them. So people go around with nail guns and they shoot these things. And then they, uh, Craig Robinson, if you have Peacock, by the way, it's kind of a funny show, just an offshoot called Killing It. And Craig Robinson from The Office. Oh, yeah. Daryl, right? Yeah. Yeah. Plays a guy that needs money and he winds up killing these pythons. And the whole show is about that. <laughs> uh, it's a funny uh, show if you have Peacock to watch. It's a ridiculous show. It's very, very funny. Interesting. I'll have to check that <laughs> yeah. out. No wonder people, you know, who don't live in the United States are like, oh my God, those damn Americans are so crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. a bunch of idiots. <laughs> There's some wild stuff going on over here. Can't explain yeah, it all. Yeah. It's a good time, though. That's true. Yes, absolutely. Well, this kangaroo that they actually found, they took it to Madison Zoo and it actually died in 2008. And they never named Aww. it, which is interesting. They just called it the Iowa County kangaroo so he didn't even get a name and nobody claimed ownership of the kangaroo so even to this day just no one can really explain it so yeah but something i want to ask you two is do you think these like could have some truth behind it is this like a creature that people are seeing that maybe is like a wisconsin cryptid like is like what is the explanation for like (laughs) so many people around Wisconsin seeing what they think is a kangaroo and nobody is like super close to really like confirm that it was right. What do you think that it could possibly be? 
Yeah, the fact that like people keep seeing them and then like they vanish is kind of odd because if they were someone's yeah. pet, like this this one that ended up at the zoo, you would think they would be a little bit easier to like coax or like get closer to because they're used to people. But I don't know. I think that there's definitely there definitely could be truth to some of it though, knowing that it's so easy yeah. to own a kangaroo in Wisconsin. Maybe people <laughs> right. are like, Yeah, I'm gonna buy one, and then they're like, Oh, this is actually a lot of work. I'm just gonna set it free. But very bizarre. <laughs> what do you think, John? Is, I think maybe these kangaroos are adapting to our weather and becoming super kangaroos. Maybe. Oh, I like maybe. that. That's terrifying they though. Because they're not like very nice all the time. Uh-huh. No, they're not. <laughs> they're like buff. Like the kangaroos are like freaky. <laughs> Hell yeah, they like they're in the gym like eight hours a day. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, man. That's <laughs> what they look like. <laughs> yeah, just fight. Google videos. Yeah, uh-huh. just Google a video when when you threaten a kangaroo and he gets up on its hind legs and just clocks you on. Uh huh. Like, yeah, just punches <laughs> you. Like yeah, like puffs up their chest. It's like oof. Oof. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. You know what is also super wild? Like, you know, in Wisconsin, a lot of our, you know, car accidents have to do with like deer running in the road, raccoons, you know, yeah, yeah. different things like that. Yeah. Bear. Yep. Uh, <laughs> if you want to know why I'm called Bear Slayer, there may have been an incidence where I may have totaled my car by hitting a black bear. But that is a <laughs> story for another point. episode. <laughs> She was aiming for that bear, folks. Don't uh, let her fool you. Guys, it's so just sad. But anyways, in Australia, a lot of their car accidents have to do with hitting kangaroos, which totally right. makes sense. But it's just like wild yep. concept to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I have this idea for you all. So you know how people okay. have like mapped out different sightings of like the Chicago Mothman? We yeah. have to do a map. Of all the kangaroo sightings uh, in that Wisconsin. would be good. That I would like be that. interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we can so, see the patterns and maybe track them better. Yeah. And, so maybe we will yeah. get to the bottom of this. Yeah. Then we can catch <laughs> one with the fishing net. <laughs> We're gonna break the news story. Yeah. So you guys throw the net on. I'll get it in the headline. Mm-hmm. That cannot fail. <laughs> that will work great. Yes. You might have two black eyes by the time we're done, but it'll be a good time. I'll I'll get it on YouTube. We'll blow yeah. up. Get on YouTube. Yeah. Yes. Done. We'll be YouTube stars. By the way, Dairyland <laughs> Frights is on YouTube. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Make sure that you follow <laughs> us. Email us at dairylandfrights at gmail.com. And if you love this episode, I have two other suggestions for you. Last week, we did the Lincoln Park Zoo, which John did an amazing job with. So if you want to learn more about other spooky haunted animals slash tons of people buried and haunted, haunting the area, it's crazy. So tune into that one. And then you might also be interested in um, our episode 11. That's when we covered like different alien and UFO encounters Mm. in the Midwest. Yeah. So... If you like the unexplained, those would be two suggestions I have for you. So tune in and let us know your thoughts. Leave us a comment. Rate us five stars. Listen in to wherever you enjoy listening into your podcasts. And we totally appreciate all of your support. Yes. Yes. And I want to say really quickly, um, thank you to all our supporters. We are growing and we appreciate that. 
we love what we're doing, right, Megan and Brooke? This is a yeah. bunch of fun. It's so it much yeah. fun. We love it. This isn't even, you know, work for us. This is so much fun. Exactly. We, we love doing this every week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I hope you you feel the love and the, and the fun. Please support us. Like, we are growing organically. We hopefully grow even more. We might have some big news in the future about possibly Ooh. going live what could it be? or uh, recording us, uh, see our shiny, happy faces. <laughs> um, we are working on that, but we need support. Um, you know, that's how we grow and how we can give out better episodes and uh, put out these great content of kangaroos running amok. <laughs> uh, with no explanation, even to the With no explanation. Yeah. Again, this is one of my favorite episodes. I love it. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Megan, for bringing it to us. Um, and it, just really quickly, please don't buy a kangaroo in Wisconsin. <laughs> yes. Just because it's legal doesn't mean it's right. <laughs> yeah. Brooke, you created a firestorm. <laughs> now we have kangaroos everywhere. <laughs> you can start a herd here in Madison, Brooke. Right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, okay. But we will map kangaroo sightings. We will still do that, and that will be our breaking news. Um, <laughs> so, again, say hi to your kangaroo, but don't buy one. Yes. I go to the zoo. Yes. Go to the haunted zoo at Lincoln Park. You ain't listen to that episode. Um, and, again, say hi to your ghost, though, because we always love ghosts and everything. And we are looking forward to, after the holiday season, um, doing some more spooky stuff. Um, and again, I love you both. Uh, anything more to add before we sign off? I don't think so. Stay a, spooky. Yeah. Have a happy Memorial yes, Day. If, well, maybe it's past Memorial Day. Hope you had a happy <laughs> Memorial Day. <laughs> yes. We're recording this a little bit earlier so we can have some fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyway, again, stay spooky. We love you all. Um, support us on Apple and Spotify and YouTube. And uh, we will... We'll, Bring the spookiness again soon. <laughs>